The FM Evolution podcast is brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services. We'll ensure consistently great performance to help keep your business running smoothly. For more information, visit cgpconstruction.com. Trying to help people understand that you don't need to be sitting behind a desk or in a classroom to do this. The, the accessibility that the program offers is um, do it basically anywhere. So. This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have been serving the nation's largest brands ever since. They offer everything from cleaning drains, camera work, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember to call CGP. They are ready to be on site 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. No matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready. And because they are a maintenance company, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed as well. One call will do it all. Call them today at 858-454-7326 or check them out on the web at www.cgpconstruction.com. Give them a call today. Hey guys, welcome to FM Evolution. This is Sean Black. I'm your host and uh, we're here live on YouTube at Connects 2021. And I'm excited today because we have Randy from ProFMI, who is our sponsor. Randy? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon, Sean. Good afternoon. So good afternoon. Kind, of, back kind of depends on where you are. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, we got um, for Ferrandino and Sons. I'm sorry, you guys. Okay. Stephanie and Kevin. Welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for having us. Uh, so we have a great show today. And, you know, Randy, we've been talking for many months now, kind of leading up to this. It's kind of interesting. Um, I had a great time every month kind of learning a little, little bit more about ProFMI and the education process. And uh, it's really kind of led up to this moment of learning more about you guys and you guys going through the process. Um, but for those who don't know you, if you can tell us a little bit about Ferrandino Sons. So the company Ferrandino Sons. So uh, we're a national facility maintenance construction services company. Uh, we're really about helping customers problem solve, help them figure out programs and develop workshops. And, and really, it's about education at the end of the day. So for us and Stephanie, who really led the charge with the team, when ProFM created this opportunity to connect and really bring education to the forefront, for us, it's a natural transition to focus on that. And that will lead into partnerships, relationships, which ultimately lead to opportunities with customers. So super excited to be a part of it. And thank you for having us here today. You're, you're welcome. How long have you been there, Kevin? I've been with the company 12 years. I'm chief operating officer. And I've been in the industry about 19 years. Awesome. Stephanie? Um, so I have been currently for eight years. Um, I currently sit as the vice president of client relations. Um, so I manage, uh, I manage uh, the sales and marketing uh, initiatives for the company. Um, I also work closely with our operations team on uh, new business transitions uh, into our operations team. So yeah, we're really happy to be here and excited about what ProFM is going to help support the Connects membership. Awesome. And then, of course, Randy, just for those who don't know ProFMI yet. Well, yeah. For, for the it's the one. Listeners yeah, exactly. Podcast, exactly. Right? Um, yeah, so excited to be back. And we've been on a, this month number eight. Yeah. A journey this year. Uh, 
you know, talking about different topics within the program and talking about different facility management topics. Um, we kicked it off in January with Stormy Friday, which is really a, a, a real person and a real uh, real veteran in the industry. Yeah. And uh, we, we started with human capital. And uh, we talked about, uh, at that point, she, she coined the term, the new normal. The new normal. And, That's uh, right. I remember that. Yeah, you know, I was talking to the family last night, Sean, about uh, what it's like to be back live at a conference and at an event. And I said, you know, I can only describe it as surreal. First of all, it's, it's interesting to be back. But second, there's pure joy in being back. And, and I think, you know, that kind of dovetails into the conversation about facilities, right? So as facility managers had a plan for return to office, things are going to be different, but it's going to be joy to get back this year. So I'm excited to be back. Um, fun to actually meet you in person. I know. First um, time. We're, we're talking cool. before the podcast about you've seen my office at home. I have. My kitchen. It's nice. At one point, I might have done one from the deck. I so, think so. You know, we've, we've been, you, been he's all. He's been all over. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for having me. You're welcome. What about you guys? What's it like to be back at a, a live event? Yeah, I mean, I think for us, again, it's, it's it's about the people and the connections for us. So it's so a super excited to really be here and just you know, have new customers here that we had never met, right? Which seems almost impossible to believe. Yeah. Uh, so some of those cases just really get a chance to meet and talk. Again, everybody's craving human contact. So it's nice to be back. Yeah. I think uh, from our perspective, the in-person is, it's always good to see somebody instead of over video um, and have that human connection, as Kevin said. But uh, it's just refreshing that we're moving back into this in-person, possibly virtual, you know, hybrid model yep. um and even for our teams back you know at home they're all still virtual and you know we're looking forward to bringing everybody back into the office hopefully at some point for part of part of their time i know for me it's zoom is a uh, zoom or teams they're, they're great platforms yeah um, and i think it's changed the way we do business pretty much forever uh, and how we communicate with our teams but you don't get the same yeah. connection or energy when you're talking with people uh, on a on a screen so for me, I'm just glad to be able to shake hands with people hug. and, and yeah, and hug. I know I got the green wristband on today. So we're all, we're all good. So I'm, I'm glad to be here with you guys live and I'm glad you could join us because it's, uh, it's cool to be able to have this opportunity and, and really learn more about you and learn about ProFL Mind and how it's, uh, you know, helped you guys and help your clients. Um, we've been listening to, uh, for the last couple of months, we've done a lot of talk about the 2021 survey um, and the survey report. And, you know, we had Eileen McMore on from McMore Reports and, uh, you know, Bill Connolly and from Yamaha. And we've had a, a, a bunch of amazing guests. And Randy, wh what's, uh, what's a big stat that jumps out from you on this? We talked about this a couple of different times. Yeah, yeah. So to kind of, kind of lay the groundwork for the survey, so we did one in 2019 in partnership with uh, a good uh, business partner of ours, NFMT, runs a large uh, show on Baltimore every year uh, and, you know, kind of asked a number of questions uh, for managers and facility managers about the effectiveness of training and the importance of training. We followed that up in 2021. Now that, you know, things have shifted a little bit yeah. from the work environment and uh, asked similar questions, but, but changed that a little bit, a little bit more. So uh, we got great response um, across the industry. So we always, as an organization, feel it's important we're going to learn. We need to ask people what they need, what they want, how it's going for them. So uh, that, that's kind of the first thing. Um, but it was uh, the response was great in that it was global. So spread across 23 different countries, 
um, just over uh, just under 50% of the respondents in the U.S. So, you know, it really gave us a good perspective globally about. Uh, but the one that the one that jumps out from a manager perspective, um, 91% of the managers said that there's a gap between skills, knowledge, and abilities their staff has today and what they really need to be effective and provide excellent service to their constituencies. Um, comparing that to 2019, it's up 10%. So it, it's a huge jump. That time. It, it's a big jump. And it, it's kind of an alarming stat, right? Uh, 91% of facility managers said they need training to effectively do their job and effectively be excellent at what they can provide kind of service. So that's the one that jumps out, right? So and I, I think that's it's astounding. I mean, it's not just here in the United States. That's globally, you're looking at that as you guys are taking that survey. And I think it says a lot about the situation we're in right now and, you know, where people feel they need more tools, they need more information to make better decisions. And they're just not quite equipped to handle the environment right now. And so it's, it was a big eye opening. Uh, Stephanie or Kevin, one of you guys, I, if you could kind of describe your ProFM training program. Uh, who was involved and, and what was their goals? I'd love to hear from you guys yeah. on that. Um, so we heard about ProFM in the summer, summer spring of 2019. Uh, we were attending the Connects Roadshows, uh, and Stephanie Moon from Connects was really promoting it at that point of this is the new credential that they're partnering with Connects. And Kevin and I were at, I think we were in Ohio, we got home and I went into the office the following Monday and I was like, I think I really want to do that. And he's like, well, what is it? So I went home and did a lot of research, read all about the uh, program that Connects had had on the website about what ProFM is and presented a case back to leadership and just said, you know, we do this as a team. Um, I think it's, you know, going to be valuable for our, our organization. So Kevin spoke to our, the rest of our, our leadership team and got approval and really kind of made a push to understand how much more value it's going to bring if we have more than just me doing it myself. So we have five pro FMs um, within our organization sitting in all different types of positions from operations, uh, operations, senior leaders, uh, directors of operations, sales. Uh, so it's a unique program that, you know, we're not at that. Like we're not managing buildings. We're managing services for those yeah. buildings. And the content and knowledge information that they're sharing through this program is helping us as an organization better understand what the FMs need for when we're providing services to them. So in all, in the end of it, it's it's really helping everybody get better on both sides of, of the street, right? Yeah. For the service side and for us uh, as the vendor. I can I can hop in. Stephanie hop in. being way too humble with, with the <laughs> process here. So she's the first Connects member to get the Pro FM. Nice. And the tenth woman overall to get the Pro FM. So that that's awesome. But also she did a great job of walking weekly through yeah. a video process of her process of going through the program. And it was just really valuable to other folks that were considering the program and that were going through the program about the tools she used and the process she used. To kind of break down the content, right, and, and effectively get through. It. So she's been way too humble. How, how did you decide to do that? What was your idea with the with documenting the process? Uh, we, as an organization, just really wanted to uh, market that we're invested in 
the continued education specifically for our team, um, but really to help us be successful as an organization within this community that we're working with. So um, it was a, it was a lengthy process um, and it's a lot of information. I think that that's the thing, like it's easier to, to really share with people how accessible it is like from your phone or, you know, I used to talk about, I was studying, sitting on a football field, watching my, my kid play football, um, knowing what I needed to, to prepare for, for the quizzes. And the, uh, at the end, obviously the test, but um, it's just a, a trying to help people understand that you don't need to be sitting behind a desk or in a classroom to do this. The, the accessibility that the program offers is um, you can do it basically anywhere. So I think that's really important right now. Yeah. You know, we live in a life that's not, yeah. that needs flexibility. Yeah. I think, you know, even going back to then, COVID didn't, we didn't know anything. Yeah. Then, right. 2019 and navigating through where we're at now, even the information that the knowledge base gives uh, helps, is helping us now navigate a new, like, new way of living. So, you know, some of the information that they, that program taught us. Um, is helping us navigate that are in our current times right now. So, I think that's cool. I mean, I think honestly, it's a brilliant idea. First of all, uh, not only are you recording your experience and, and learning from that, and going back, you can, you know, absorb what you what you just learned. But the other people in your organization and outside your organization are going to be able to benefit from the same process. Yeah, we did it as a team. You know, there was some goals that Kevin had set, obviously he wanted, you know, us to, to achieve a few of the first pro FM credentials within this organization. And we all did it. We're one, two, three, four, five. So, um, it's, it was a, definitely a team effort, um, with, with our group. So, um, yeah, we're happy to have it. This episode of FM evolution is brought to you by pro FM. Earn your Pro-FM credential to elevate your FM knowledge and skills to receive the recognition you deserve. Visit us at profmi.org slash evolution. As you were going through this program, was there anything that you learned that stood out to you as being probably the most interesting or the most impactful for your, your guys' organization? I, mean, I can take it in the sense, of obviously, I'm not Pro-FM certified, so I didn't go through the, the training, but... Stephanie called it out earlier is that the teams were not FM's truth be told. And a lot of the information is probably above our head in a lot of cases. But what it did do was put a window into what the FMs are living. Right. So it's for us as a company, we're saying, okay, this is what's on their plate, not just the ABCs of our stuff. These are the other challenges they're facing, the other things that they're tasked with. And now we can sort of come and approach a customer with better strategies, maybe, and a better understanding of what they're going through. So it's helping us from a strategic perspective with our own clients say, okay, we understand what you're faced with. So that gives us better insight into potentially providing better solutions to that. Uh, and again, the double down on the fact that Connects is, is our community, you know, we're investing back in it and we wanted to show them that, hey, we're all in with the community and we want to be out in the front of, of this opportunity and, and show people that, hey, get involved, get involved with the training, be a part of it. So, so it's a big deal. They did a great job. That totally makes sense. Randy, from your perspective, Ball, have you? Uh, I mean, we have a lot of different people taking the, the ProFMI certification and learning, going through it. From a vendor perspective or from a contractor perspective, what kind of feedback have you had? Is it similar to what Perendino Sons have gone through? Yeah, or? you know, I, I think uh, that that's 
very consistent feedback. Um, and I think it's important, you know, Stephanie said something really important. It helps them kind of walk the talk here. So the manager's right. And if you look at even feedback from the survey, you know, there's a couple of kind of common threads that managers say and facility managers say, things like strategic planning, capital planning, yep. communication, right? So how do you communicate with effectively with people? And, you know, and then tying that back to current environment, folks have really weathered the storm you know, here around the whole work and moving people out of the office, back into the office. We're effective communicators and had great planning around that. Our program positions them to do that. And that's consistently the feedback we get. But it's not only just gaining the knowledge, but then it's being able to apply that. And also then being able to critically think through a problem. And you folks as, as uh, service providers um, or suppliers, you can come back with great solutions and it's a competitive differentiator for your organization, I believe. So, yeah, so that, that, that's pretty consistent feedback. And there is um, very different ranges of career levels. There's more senior people that go through it. There's more people in the middle and folks that have just been in the business for one to two years and then across industry, from airports to uh, multi-site facility management to corporate environments, manufacturing. Um, so kind of all over the map. Stephanie, for you, do you feel like it kind of helped you to really understand the FMs even more and, and be able to give them advice too? For- oh, of course. I mean, you know, the, what Randy was just saying about some of the specific knowledge parts, communication, learning how to communicate properly, understanding their terms. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, some of the stuff I'd never heard of or understood, it's not part of my career and never has been, right? Uh, I think it just really separates us from being able to understand them specifically for what they're managing inside and outside and around all of their buildings, whether it be one building or a thousand buildings, right? There's a lot of things that are being thrown uh, to these FMs and, and that they have to manage. And it just really overall has helped us uh, from an operations perspective to understand what strategic things we can really help them with or say, maybe we should do it this way or Maybe we need to incorporate this into a program based off of the feedback and uh, criticism that they're, you know, get giving us back from that perspective. So um, it definitely is valuable, no matter what position you're sitting in. Also, from a supplier or a retailer, everybody will benefit from this program. Kevin, from a leadership perspective, and also a, you know, BCO from a top line revenue perspective, you feel like it has helped you guys as a company. Absolutely. I mean, education's at the forefront for us. It always has been. We're a company that is probably, you know, without patting our own back, probably at the front edge of education back to the industry. Hosted over 40 webinars last year wow. for our customers, very program specific, uh, and just recently kind of took all that content and have launched our own version of Masterclass. If you're familiar with Masterclass, yeah, I am. we've launched a MyFM cool. Masterclass website, same one-on-one POV. And it's sort of taking that webinar education. Now, ours is very specific where Pro-FM is really the nuts and bolts of being an FM and understanding the industry. We're coaching people how to build a snow RFP, how to run an LED retrofit program. Cool. So these are 30 or 40-minute classes uh, that we put on our platform to put out there. And it's a, it's a, you know, there's a marketing piece to it, right? We're creating brand awareness and all those things. But we're, we're taking things that the team has learned from the Pro-FM and said, okay, take some of those nuances and start. Traditionally, maybe we didn't take some of that nuts and bolts stuff that we're learning and, and incorporate into it, feed into some of our own content, which we have a tremendous amount of our own content, uh, and just get people sort of 
better arm to be successful. And that's really what's about. We help them build a better program, which I think CrossFM does. They can be better at their jobs. We can help them build a better program, the better chance for us to be successful in that program. So that's why it's 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 easy to double down and jump in with CrossFM because it's the, it's the root of what how we, everybody should be engaging with, with customers. Focus on educating, focus on how can I help? And if you focus on that, the opportunities will come. You don't have to sell if you just help. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, how does that make you feel? Oh, I, you must, you're all, you're smiling ear to ear on that. I like to, can I do some push ups? Yeah. I can't. I can't. Go down that no, I, yeah, so I we can make it happen. I actually can do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it makes me feel great. And I, I'm glad we brought value to your organization. Um, you know, I, I think the way the program is built, and you know, Stephanie, uh, Kevin actually brought up LED retrofit, right? So it's a great example of a real world problem. And it, could be viewed as a sustainability problem. Yeah. But it incorporates a lot of other things that you learn throughout the program. So what we uh, when we put the program together, the, the team of experts that help us build the program, really thought it was important that we integrate it together. So that one topic within one of the functional areas doesn't stand alone. You know, you have to consider a number of different things as you're looking to approach a problem and solve a problem on behalf of your clients. Or if you're a corporate facility manager on behalf of your organization, provide the most value. So, um, yeah, it makes me feel fantastic that we're, we're bringing value back to the organization. We, we greatly value the relationship with connects and having um, access to the that we have through Connects. We got we met you yeah. through Connects. Absolutely. And, uh, had the opportunity to do this and we get to build additional relationships. You know, Sean, we talked a lot. Um, each month we talk about the great guests that we bring yeah, to the table. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I feel very fortunate in that and now I get to build relationships with, I don't know these two as well as the previous seven that we brought to the table, but now I get to build that relationship. That, that's exciting. I just think it's cool that you guys decided, you know what? We're learning all this information. What can we do to give back and help educate others uh, in the same process? It's, it's a huge resource for people. And I didn't know that. Masterclass, that's like a great idea. It's really, really cool. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. It'll be <laughs> fun too. to watch. One of the, uh, well, so I kind of want to get some feedback from you guys on the projects or kind of the decisions that impacted you, you know, um, by what was learned in the training, like money earned by Ferrandino was, um, we talked a little bit about top line revenue, but is there anything specific you guys can, that brings to mind? Yeah. So I, I, mean, I think an FM who is taking information out of it and is applying it to a project is probably saving dollars and cents like day one, right? They're just, they're making better financial decisions. So I think for them, the line is like for an FM who, run, who runs through this, these classes is invaluable, pays for itself like that. Yeah. That's simple. I think for us, it's, it's more of a, it's, it's a backend component of everything we're doing. Just again, to create that understanding of what they're going through, but looking at, at what we're doing as a company and saying, okay, this is going to be a new opportunity with connects to really focusing on call FM. We send five strong leaders through the program. They come back armed with a ton of information and visibility into what they're facing. And then we take that back into our marketing group and say, okay, Let's double down on education. Let's double down on this. You know, I almost view Pro-FM as sort of the, what you learn in college to get that degree. Yeah. And then you go to that company and now you have to sort of apply it and functionality, right? So you're learning what the roots of the LED retrofit program is. And then you're going to come to us afterwards and we're going to actually show you how to actually build that RFP and, and what the forms look like in the scope documents, right? So we're sort of that 
that training you get when you go to a job. That's sort of how we represent how we feel about ourselves after the sort of pro FM is done. So, and that's having massive impact to our company, significant, massive, massive opportunity. The ROI is unmeasurable. That's really uh, so awesome. Just again, it's taking that roots of that basic idea of yeah. coaching and educating and training and then doubling down and helping the customers, you know, build things better. It makes sense. I mean, honestly, the more you can give back to those clients, the more value you can provide, the more they're going to want to do business with you. I know um, I started doing the program as well. And uh, as soon as I received it, I was like, whoa, this is like a brick. This thing is huge. And I've been through some other educational programs and, and this is not... There's no comparison, first of all, no comparison at all. And uh, I, you know, going through it, I had no idea how much I did not know about FM and how much really FMs have to understand and learn on a daily basis. I just didn't have any exposure to. Does that make sense? Is that your same? I would just say, you know, to make a point back on what Kevin said, alluding to yeah. you know, the uh, unmeasurable amount of. Uh, value that it's created. The one thing I have to note is that they're, they've invested in us to make sure that we're helping our business better. And that's one thing that we're all five of us are very grateful that they're, they invested in, in our education. Yeah. We always want to keep talking about educating, like we learn something new every single day. We're not in college anymore, you know, but this is something that we're trying to do our, make our business better and, and help other people out there. And it's, we, we all very greatly appreciate it to go back into the amount of information that's in there it's a ton and it's you know i still have my all my books are in my office right next to my right literally on the back side of my my desk um and do i look at it now sometimes i go back and read like if there's something that i need to know or somebody has a question about how to handle this situation i mean you know we're all living in this new way and um it definitely has has helped Stick to the box. That's what I say. Well, I tell you what, I'm excited now that I have a resource for me. Yeah. So when I'm going through it, I'll be like, uh, Stephanie, uh, (laughs) what the heck? Yeah. Randy? Just wanted to hop in and make a point. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, invested back in their people. Yes. Um, One of probably the disappointing stats out of the survey is just 58% of organizations say they're willing to invest in training for their. Uh, we'd like to see that number go way up. That should be nine out of ten. It should be ten out of ten, right? Um, see the value that it brought here. Um, so hopefully that'll turn, and hopefully budgets will open up a little bit around here at the end of this year and next year. And then the second thing I would say, Sean, is should we publicly declare on this podcast the date at which you're going to bring your that much pressure on you, but pressure's on. <laughs> And we don't have to do that right now, but we'll do it next Okay, time. I have a question. How long did it take you? Um, I got the books, I think, in July, and I earned it on January 15th or 16th, so six months. I would say she was but, one, right? She was yeah. one. So she was the groundbreaker. Yeah. It definitely went faster for the rest of the team, but she was able to give them guidance and strategy. Okay. Here's how you should approach this content. Here are the, the chapters, the sections that are going to be a little more challenging for us because we don't see this. So yeah. the rest of the team probably went through it much faster. They had the advantage of her having to go through it first uh, and really sort of experiencing it. So I think that's probably the max, you know, obviously your own time and how much time you have, Yep. but she sort of was open to cracking the seal of the books as the first person. They all benefited from from her knowledge for sure. Okay, six months. 
from today. From today. That's so from I, today. I don't know. I think we made the decision here. Why, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, that listen. Worked. So we'll yeah. Down. Exactly. I'm calling you later. <laughs> you need some help. I'll try to cut it down. I'll try to get it. With her help, I can do it. 5,000 listeners of the podcast. I know. I mean, I know. we should probably yeah. get that out there. Yeah, hey, just saying. I'm. I don't need to know. I'll, I. Yeah, I may only cut down to four months, but with Stephanie's help only. Um, one of the other statistics uh, that shocked me a little bit was that 94 percent of FM staff would pursue an FM credential um, if their employee supported them financially, uh, which is kind of tying into what we just talked about. And uh, was it important to you guys that the FM training resulted? In a prime uh, credential, pro and I credential. I mean, obviously, you want people to go through it and complete it. Yeah, but how important was it for you? Yeah, I think it was super important. Again, connects is a big part of our community. If this is going to be their education platform, if we're not signing up, then then who is right? Who's going to take the first step and say, "Hey, this was important to the to the association." Right? It's our association. We fund it. Without vendors, there is no association. So, fact. So let's contribute to it. Let's you know invest in it. Make sure that this is the path we're going to go down, and then support that. I think anybody who just has to go back and, you know, I did an education session in 2019 on how to pitch your CFO for funding, uh, which actually will be a daily grind episode. I think I'm filming next week. Nice. But the strategies are sort of the same, right? You, whether you need a project funded or you need to self-funded, there's tips and, and tricks in there to go in and, and get that funding. And the dollars and cents, I don't want to quote the number. because Is it 1500? I'm not sure. I don't want to say the wrong number. It's nothing. It's nothing because at the end of the day, if you can't take that and create an ROI by saving money on your next project, or your next initiative, I mean, you'll save 20X in your first six yeah. months probably on that. So you just have to articulate it and, and really build it out to show them that, look, here's the value I'm going to get back from this. And any company is not willing to invest in, in their employees. You're in the wrong company. No offense, but you're in the wrong company. I agree with you. And I and and it, the stat kills me, though, the 58%. And you, we... Not all companies do this, you guys, honestly. They, they get employees in and they, they invest in some way to help them grow, but most of them won't go to that level. It, imagine if they did, though. I mean, that would be huge, not for just them, not for their company, but everyone else that they work with and they impact. Um, so I'm excited to have you guys lead the way on doing this with them and improve my being able to provide it. I just need to keep pushing on. How many other people, how many people have uh, got the certification in your organization? Five. Five. Yeah. Okay. We were the first five. We're the first five. Within the so you have more planned? Yeah. There's a lot of people who want to. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people who want <laughs> Yeah, there is. You guys have a big organization, so that's yeah. good. I mean, I think the one thing, you know, what Kevin had said is the persistence of presenting why it's valuable, right? And that's what he tasked me to do. And I said, I want to do this. Like, you can't ask for it. He'll give it to me. I had to put a whole presentation together on what I'm going to get out of it, what the organization's going to get out of it. And from that, he then said, we're, we're all in. And now we're going to have four other people do it right behind you. And the one big challenge that he gave me is you have to be the first. And I was like, okay. And we did it. And it's really, you know, benefiting us. And I said it earlier in our earlier educational session, I'm going to say it this afternoon, everybody should invest and get this pro certification. It's I like not- to see Connect Challenge every company to get yeah. one certification. Yeah. Just get one. Because I'll tell you this, if you get one, you're going to have more than one. You're a little hungry. Correct. You're going to have other people in that office going, well, why aren't they investing in me? Why can't I do that? 
So that's what I would like to see connects to. Just, just get one. You don't have to get five. Get one. And, and get somebody through the program. See how the value is that's created from that. I love that. You're going to wrap up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. There's not much else to say. I think, we, I think we covered it. That's fantastic. And I congratulate you guys for making the investment. We appreciate it. We appreciate the time for us. And we're happy we brought value to your organization. We're very happy with that. Leading up to this, if there was one takeaway from, from this podcast that you feel like people shouldn't understand, what, what would it be for you? Invest in your people. I mean, yeah. I think Kevin, Kevin summed it up. You know, Stormy in January said, um, folks always worry that if they train their folks, they're going to leave. What if you don't well, train them? Well, if you don't train them, they stay. Right? You know, it's even worse. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's really important. It's really <laughs> important stuff. Um, you want to bring the best value to your organization, best value to your clients. So, yeah, I think Kevin summed it up. Invest, right? Challenge the rest of these uh, these folks here to get one, right? And then the one. I think it's a great challenge. Yeah. You should throw that down. I'm talking to Bill. It connects 2020 that challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. All yeah, right. <laughs> any any last words any last advice for fms or anyone else out there i don't, i just thank you for having us first of course um, we appreciate it and i would just say like i said before get your certification it's important to people's career growth <laughs> well i i've had a great time this has been so much fun thank you for being here thank you for doing like our very first live live edition of doing this has been exciting been crazy um so we're gonna wrap up thank you guys so much thank you guys for watching beth from then behind thank you beth she's she's not on camera but thank you very much uh and uh until next time we'll see you guys next time on fm evolution and with brother fmi thank you sean appreciate it thanks guys This episode of FM Evolution is brought to you by ProFM. How do your FM skills measure up to the global standard? Try our free Map Your Gap self-assessment at profmi.org evolution.